This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Go Tigers 247's coverage of National Signing Day 2022. Join Brooks Hansen, owner of Go Tigers 247, as he sits down with most of the 2022 Memphis Tiger football class and learns more about their influences, motivations, and goals during their time in Memphis. We hope you enjoy this episode. How's it going? My name is Darian Park. I'm 21 years old. I'm a junior college transfer from Fort Scott Community College in Kansas, um, 5'11 and a half, 190, defensive back. I'm, I'm from I'm from Apopka, Florida, Central Florida area. From Memphis, who was your primary recruiter? My primary recruiter was Coach Mike McIntyre that left, that took the head coaching job at FIU. So as of right now, it's Coach Charles Clark. All right, so tell me a little bit about what you do you said, you know, obviously you play multiple positions, defensive back, you can play some safety. What is Memphis talking to you about in terms of coming in and playing for their defense, and what are their goals for you? Uh, I talked to Coach Silverfield when I had my meeting with him, and I asked him what would I be playing, and he just kind of told me, he just kind of asked me what would I like to play. I told him I, told him I would like to play the Tiger position, but he said I could play really wherever. But I think they're bringing me in to play safety. I'm not sure yet. But that's pretty much where I'll be kind of like choosing from me out of tiger spot or safety position. I don't know about corner yet. Gotcha. So as a safety in Memphis's defense, um, I don't know if you watched a lot of Memphis football this year, but safety is a position of need for them. They um, you know, they, they actually can use someone who can come in right away and, and get some reps. Um, so what do you do well that puts you in a position to possibly get reps when you show up at Memphis? Well, I can pretty much do everything. I can play I can play press man, off man, I can play I can tackle, I can hit. I'm I'm more of a I'm more of a guy that I'm smarter. I know football is like a mental game and, and what you do off the field. So I'm kind of a smarter type of guy. So I kind of use my mind to play football more than my talent and abilities. Now, speaking of tackling, one of the things that you did well for your Fort Scott team was tackle. You, you recorded 33 tackles and had two interceptions for Fort Scott. Um, I think you even had maybe a pick six. Um, so what is the biggest difference between doing that, 33 tackles, two interceptions, uh, a pick six, for a team like Fort Scott, now moving up to the Division One level? What is one thing that you know you got to, to step up to take to the next level in order to be successful at Memphis like you were at Fort Scott? Really, my, my biggest thing for me personally, from my, 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 how I play, the thing that I would have to – get better at is this weight room and it's not it has nothing to do with on the field even though I'm not the best on the field I'm not perfect but my concern with me is is strength and getting stronger when I was at junior college it wasn't it wasn't really like we didn't really have a like a base schedule of lifting and getting stronger so I kind of just got smaller and Playing in Kansas, Jayhawk Conference is one of the best junior college conferences out there to play. It's like they say it's the SEC of JUCO. It's kind of you kind of can feel the difference when playing and not being as strong as other guys are that been at junior college for two years. So my main thing I'm focused on coming in is 
getting stronger, getting bigger, faster, and stronger. Yeah, if anyone watches uh, Last Chance You and, and the whole Netflix series, uh, the Jayhawk Conference was actually featured in that final uh, uh, season, uh, correct? Yeah, so that kind of made its uh, claim to fame on the Netflix series. Um, and you could definitely see that there was a you know a different level of competition um, with that conference. So definitely know what you're talking about there. All right, so last question for you. Why Memphis? What about uh, Coach Mack before he left, Coach Clark uh, picking up the ball, Coach Silverfield and your conversations with him? What about Memphis stood out over the other schools? Well, Coach Mack, really, really a good person, great coach, and a better, better, better person outside of football. He came down to see me two times, and – I feel like he had a plan for me at Memphis, and I feel like when he seen a plan in me, I, I think he mentioned it, or maybe I don't know, talked to it amongst the other coaches about the type of guy I could be and where he see me playing at. And I think it fired coach, other other coaches up around him, and I didn't know he was leaving. So I think that's what that's that's what really like bought Coach Charles Clark and Coach Silverfield bought their attention, the, the good word he probably put in for me when he went back and met with them about me after seeing me. I'm Coach Silverfield, a really good coach. I feel like he got a plan for me to come in and compete for a starring job somewhere in the secondary. And Coach Charles Clark, he, he's from Central Florida area. A lot of the coaches are from, like, not Central Florida area, but from, like, the Florida area. So it's kind of just like all falls into where I'm from. Coach Clark, he's from Central Florida, like 35 minutes away from me. So he kind of he kind of know where I'm from and my my background of where I'm at today and where I reside and live at. So to put a nice pretty bow on it, it was all about relationships and and knowing that they had a plan for you, seeing that plan and wanting to to get there to execute it. Right? Yes, sir. I know they got, I know they have a plan for me. I just don't know what the plan is, but I'm gonna fulfill the plan and and execute. Nice. Well, Ladarian, congrats on your signing uh with Memphis and uh we wish you the best of luck. Thanks for joining us today. Yes, I appreciate it, Coach. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Warren G. Highland Community College, 6'2", 225, defensive end, outside linebacker, offer sack leader. All right, you say leader in sacks, right? That means you had a pretty damn good year this year. So tell me a little bit about how your second year in JUCO at Highland Community College went. Yes, sir, it went great. Um, You know, just my position coach, working with Coach Smith, and, you know, him teaching me, you know, the techniques and fundamentals, you know, I need – to get a good pass rush, you know, stop the run. Um, he took my game, to, you know, to a, a he took my game to the next level. You know, what I mean, just working with him. Uh, yeah. So shout out, Coach Smith. Yes, sir. Definitely shout out, Coach Smith. <laughs> Starts up front. <laughs> Are you graduating early and enrolling early this spring uh, at the University of Memphis? 
Yes, sir. I'll be enrolling early um, January 15th. You know, I'm really excited, you know, to get back in that weight room, um, you know, gain a solid 20 pounds, you know, get more explosive. You know what I mean? Because they have a lot of resources, you know, at Memphis that we don't have here at JUCO. So, you know, I'm very excited, you know, to get into the program, you know, play some spring football, you know, get a playbook, learn the system, you know, all that good stuff. All right, so you said you want to get on campus and gain a good 20 pounds, but, I mean, I I don't know if you've looked in the mirror. You're 6'2", 225. Like, uh, you're a big dude already. Like, what's the plan there? Like, are you trying to change positions? What's the plan? Where are you going with that? Oh, no, no, sir. I'm not trying to play in positions. You know, I, I think I'm a pass rusher. You know, that outside linebacker, you know, stand-up defensive end spot. And, yeah, I could play at 220, but I, I, I feel like, you know, I'll be a lot more explosive. You know, I've been 240 before, and I was, you know, running a 4.5 and had a, you know, 40-inch vert. So I feel like I can easily be at 240 and, you know, move the same way, if not better, you know, that, than the weight I am right now. So. Okay, so my, my next question was going – before you even answered that, was what is Memphis's plan in terms of where they want to play you? My, my thought was they are going to, you know, play you – back a little bit and have you, you know, drop back in coverage some at 6'2", 225 because you are explosive and you're you're quicker. But it sounds like your plan and their plan is for you to put on some muscle and get on that line on the end and, and create some havoc in the backfield because of your speed. Is that the plan? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, they plan on using me as a pass rusher, you know, and run stopper, but I will be able, you know, to just drop to the flats or, you know, do some simple a simple coverage, you know, drop or something like that. All right, so what are your strengths and how does it play to what you think Memphis will do with you next year? Um, Well, I'll probably say the first strength of mine is, you know, my motor. You know, I play the game 100%, you know what I mean, and my athletic ability. And, you know, my, my talent just getting off the edge. Like, I'm a great pass rusher. Um, you know, I led the conference in sacks. So, you know, I'm, I'm a great pass rusher. Um, you know, I can bring pressure. So. Well, so my first interview of the day today was with Ladarian Polk. He's another JUCO guy. He's another uh, Jayhawk Conference guy. So what what do you think that playing in, at Hutchinson and in that – you guys are in the Jayhawk Conference too, right? Yes, sir. I mean, what about that conference, one of the, the top JUCO conferences in the entire country – what about playing in that level of competition will help you translate to Memphis? Oh, yeah, this is definitely, you know, the best conference in JUCO football. You know, there's <laughs> no debate. But, um, you know, with, like every every tackle I went against this season, you know what I mean, he had D1 offers or he was a bounce back, you know what I mean? Like every game that you play, you're going versus D1 guys, you know, in, in and out every week, you know what I mean? So it prepares you, you know, for the next level. It's not going to be that big of a jump. It's not like I'm a high school kid, you know, coming in or nothing, nothing like that. Or I'm a guy who came from, you know, a prep school or lower end JUCO. You know, this is the highest level of competition there is in JUCO. So, yeah. All right. So, um, moving kind of to a different direction, you just committed. You're obviously a a defensive guy, and Coach Mack is on the way out the door, right? And you either maybe knew about it and you were like, I don't really care, or you, you kind of were taken off, uh, you know, taken by surprise a little bit, and you still decided to commit to Memphis. So I guess my, my, where I'm going with this is who was your primary recruiter? Um, I probably coach, I probably say Coach Silverfield. You know what I mean? Okay. He recruited me the hardest, you know what I mean? Especially with Coach Mac leaving. I was actually, you know, Memphis dropped. Memphis was my number one um, choice all along, but you know they dropped once Coach uh, Mac left and went to FIU. And I'll probably say my number two choice is UAB and just FIU, just because of Coach Mac. But um, you know, just speaking with Coach Nate and you know Coach Clark, you know they work with Coach Mac. And, you know they have the same defense, the way defense is set up is you know similar to you know how Coach Mac wants it to set up. And you know what I mean. I feel like the program will still be good. You know, you know, with Coach Mack leaving. So, you know, when when Coach Mack left, Coach Clark, Coach Silverfield, everybody kind of stepped up to the plate 
and made sure you still felt the love, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I felt, you know, tremendous love when I went on the visit. You know what I mean? Uh, I felt tremendous love. Now, do you think that timing was like a godsend for you or, or the University of Memphis in Silverfield? Because it seems like if the visit had happened two months ago when the Coach Mack left, maybe some of the luster had could have worn off. It, it felt like seeing that flurry of JUCO, especially the the heavy defensive presence, the, the JUCO commitments, all the defensive guys committing, it kind of felt like it was almost meant to be that you guys visited when you did. Yes, sir. I definitely think it was meant, it was meant for me to visit the time I did. You know, at that time, um, I had just turned down UAB to go see UAB. They was trying to get me to go see them because the coach Mac had left. But, uh, you know, I chose to stick it through and see Memphis. You know, that visit was the deciding factor of why I chose to come to Memphis. You know what I mean? I committed, I, I committed at the end of the visit. You know, I just felt like it was home. You know, I felt like I can do great things there. So what what about that visit? Like, why? What what gave you that special home vibe? Like, what what on that visit really was what sealed the deal? Oh man, the coaches, definitely the coaches. I love the way you know their coach. I love the energy. And my biggest thing, I I love the way the defense is set up. You know, what I mean, I feel like the defense is you know set up for me to dominate. Um, you know, speaking with Coach Pope and Coach Nate. You know, what I mean, Coach Nate. You know, he's a real. You know, he's a real high football IQ guy. You know, he, he's just going to work with me on my football IQ. You know, Coach Pope's going to get me right, you know, on the de- at the defensive end spot, you know, make sure I'm doing my job, getting pressure. And I just I just love the coaching. My biggest thing, you know, was the coaching. They can, you know, develop me, you know, to one day playing on Sundays, and that's what I liked about it the most. All right, Warren. So we've talked a lot about your time in JUCO, what got you to Memphis in terms of signing and committing. But I guess the next level, the next step for you is getting on campus in January, like we talked about, and trying to actually, you know, be as successful at the University of Memphis at the D1 level as you were in junior college. So for you, what's that vision look like? What's your plan? How how do you want to execute that and be successful at Memphis? Yes, sir. I'm looking to win games. Um, I plan on, you know, I plan on winning a, conference championship and uh you know being first team all conference you know again um you know just winning games you know so winning that's the bottom line for you yes sir you know i love i love to win you know i mean i love to win love to dominate uh plan on you know having a good season i probably say my goal for this season is probably i probably say 15 sacks you know yeah man 15 sacks you heard of memphis fans uh, I'm not going to hold your feet to the fire too much on that because that's a lofty goal. But, hey, they say that you should set goals to where they're hard to attain. That way it drives you to get better every day. So, uh, Warren, thank you for taking your time and joining us today. Sure. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My name's Tanner Gillis. I'm a six foot, 195 pound incoming junior. I hope to bring a lot of spark to the special teams unit here at Memphis. You'll take a lot of pride in special teams, so I hope to bring that pride to the 901. Uh, All conference punter and kicker in MACCC, probably the hardest conference in JUCO. So I'm looking forward to competing in Group of Five conference and really compete out there. Ooh, you gonna you are about to start a fight right off the bat. We've got a bunch of uh, 
uh, Jayhawk Conference JUCO signees. So I, I would just say that they might have something to say on the claim to the best JUCO conference out there. But I'll let you guys settle that on the field, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, Tanner, special teams. You know, Memphis lost their special teams coach just before the season and had to scramble. And I, honestly, I think, you know, not trying to throw shade or anything, but I think it showed this year, right? You watched Memphis. What was their special teams lacking this year? And, and what was the difference between, between the last, it feels like the last decade with Memphis special teams and this year? It just felt like they didn't give the team that extra boost that they typically do. Yeah. Um, I just feel like, here in the last uh, last decade, like you said, that Memphis has really just had the top specialists coming out of college and producing guys that go to the NFL and get drafted. And like Jake Elliott or Steven Gotchkowski or those kind of guys that eventually play in Super Bowls. But um, I just feel like the difference between last year and the years before was just having like a just a pure guy that can really do like each position well. Like I feel like last year, Memphis was really kind of here and there with who their guy was. Like, I'm pretty sure every person on their special teams unit touched the field this year at some point doing something. So I just feel like they just don't have that that one guy that's really just hunkered down at the one position. Like, they don't just have a Jake Elliott at kicker or they got – they don't have a, just a Ray guy punter. I mean, Joe's really good. Joe's a really good punter, and he could he could be that guy this year but as far as that goes, I just feel like the special teams unit just isn't dialed in all the way. I feel like everyone's trying to find their fit in that special teams. And that comes with Coach Bankins coming in and really getting a feel for his own special teams because it's a new program for him too. So I feel like as if he's trying to get worked in just as well as the players and just the whole coaching staff with Coach Silverfield. But I feel like he's going to do a great job. He's, he's a great guy. He's, he knows what he's talking about. He's produced a lot of guys that have gone to play in the NFL. So, I mean, I'm really excited to work with them. And I just feel – I feel like the special teams is really going to come together this year, this this next season. Well, I mean, I doubt that you would be committing to go play for Coach Bankins if you didn't feel confident in his ability to take this special teams unit to the next level, right? So, yeah, so for you, that confidence comes through in the way you're talking about uh, your belief in the system, what does it take for you to go from Northwest Mississippi Community College? And, and you, you, you're familiar with Memphis. You're familiar with the city. You grew up just south of Memphis and played at Lewisburg High School. So what does it take for you, for you to go from Lewisburg to Northwest to now Memphis and take it to that next level and help Coach Bankins take the special teams unit to that, that next step? Uh, I feel like what's, what's, what it's going to take me to just compete at this next level is just, I mean, from going from a not a really big high school football team, because at Lewisburg, football is not really praised. It's, it's, kind of, it's kind of one of those sports that gets pushed to the side. And North, going to Northwest, arguably one of the best JUCOs in the whole entire country and <laughs> continues to be that way. You know, you go to a school that's not really where football is taken pride upon, and then you go to a junior college where football is pride upon, so I've gotten into a winning system, and I know it's like to win, and I love winning. And I feel like I just got to keep a head-down mentality and work and compete and really buy into what Coach Silverfield and Coach Bankins are telling me and just go in there and compete and just compete for a spot and go in there and just try to win games and make the people in Memphis happy. Well, so one of the things about punting specifically is that a lot of people like to talk about, like, punt average, right? It's not necessarily uh, a good indicator of how successful you are. It's about a third of all of your punts were downed inside the 20-yard line. That That is a successful punt. Like the, the end goal is to put the other team in as big of a disadvantage and flip the field as possible. And you seem to have a good feel for that. So what are your strengths coming into Memphis? What do you do well? Uh, and what do you got to improve on? I feel like I can bring Memphis a lot of different stuff on special teams. My punts are good. I, uh, I can pin them deep. I mean, the main the main goal of football and the main turning point of football is field position. I mean, it's all about field position, where you start, 
and where you can get the ball to. And I feel like I'm really good at pinning them deep and making them drive the whole field on, which Memphis usually has pretty well as a good defense, and uh, just make the defense work. You know, put them in a good spot. And kickoffs, Coach Bankins, Coach Bankins likes them out the back of the end zone, so hope you all see a lot of touchbacks in the, here in the near future. Um, holding, Preston Brady's awesome. You know, he won the Mortel Award. He's a great holder. I hope to go in there. If field goals isn't my – isn't where I come in and, you know, thrive. I hope to hold and I hope to, you know, bring pride to that position as well. Cause I mean, it's a very, it's a very looked down upon position. It's not something that gets praised a lot, but you always need a good one and field goals. I'm solid. I hope, you know, if that's where I come in and I get some reps in, I hope to compete and, you know, I got a strong leg. So Accuracy is something that, you know, I could get a little better on on field goals and punts would be just a little more consistent. I just need to be a little more consistent. But as far as that goes, I feel like field position is something I really bring in that can help Memphis a lot is just, you know, putting the defense in a good spot and making teams drive the whole length of the field, the whole game, because that gets tiring. Your playbook your playbook is real small when you're inside the five-yard line. So hope to pin them deep all year and, you know, for the years to come. No doubt. I, I read that one of your claims to fame from high school was having a an almost seventy yard punt that was downed at the one yard line. So, uh, <clears throat> again, not all about punt average, but that one definitely helped for sure. Well, Tanner, um, for you, what what was it about Memphis? Was it that it was home? That you're from the area? That you know Memphis? What what was it? Was it opportunity? What about Memphis? was what made you commit and sign there? Uh, you know, I'm from here. I love the city. I love the city of Memphis. You know, people, you know, it's got its outside looks and people can say what they want, but I love the city. I love being close to home. I got I got family up here. My friends are up here. You know, I, I'm, I'm a homebody. I like being near my mom, my mama's boy. So I love, love my mom. I love being close to my family. Um, and, out of high school, I was getting recruited by here pretty hard, and I, I really loved Coach Norvell, and I loved um, I loved Memphis the moment I I got to start uh, touring the facilities my junior and senior year. So I really I really enjoyed it from the time I came here, and now after the JUCO route, I met Coach Bankins and I met Coach Silverfield, and I think they got a really good thing going down in Memphis, and the facilities are phenomenal. The people there are just great, and you know I just love the city of Memphis. I love I like the swagger the team's got. I love I love everything about it. I think I think it's a great program, and I think it's going to continue to be a great program. And I think this class and the the next class to come, and as Coach Bill Silverfield and Coach Bankins really hunker down on the special teams, and I feel like Memphis is really going to be a force to reckon with here in the next three or four years. Tanner, thank you for joining us today. Really appreciate your time, bud. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. I'm excited to get to the city and work, man. This is Antoine Barham Jr. checking in. 6'3", 225 linebacker from Mallin, Tennessee. Came from Mallin High School. AJ is your nickname, right? I'm assuming that it's from Antoine Barham Jr., right? Right, right. So if you're like any of the other juniors that I've met, which, you know, my brother is a junior, you guys are pretty proud of that title. So it – it's a representation of Antoine Barham Sr. What influence has Sr. had on you? Uh, what What is your dad, you know, what's his influence on you? Um, how has he helped you get to this day of, of signing with the University of Memphis? Man, I, I really give out, like, most of the things to my dad, for real, being in my corner, always telling me what I needed to hear instead of, like, what I wanted to hear. He was never always a yes man to me. Always gave me constructive criticism. He was my my hardest critic. I tell you that. 
and he just stayed up, stayed on me, constantly checking me about my grades and just all that, man. He's like, everything was education. He's like, football is just a bonus. Just get the education first and then just grind in the weight room and everything and take care of, take care of yourself, man. And he was right. I give a lot of thanks to him, man. Love that, man. Well, so just transitioning from your name, your legacy with your dad, straight into football. One of the things you already said when you introed yourself that caught my attention was your height and your weight. So the last time we talked to you, you were you listed yourself at six two two ten. So what you been doing? What you been eating? <laughs> man, look, man, straight good meals and just working out every day, man. Just just grinding, honestly. So you said what? Now you're up to six three two twenty. Two twenty five. Two twenty five. Solid. All right, so what what's the plan? Where do you want to be at when you get to Memphis? Honestly, man, I want to at least be two thirty five, but anything. But uh, when I when I talked to Coach Hankins or whatever and asked him about, you know, did the did the weight really matter and stuff like that, he was like, man, just as long as you can move, that's all that matters, man. But you know, I won't wait on me playing that inside back position in college, so I won't get tossed around by those guys. So you know, I, I want to add him more weight to me so you just straight up said it for us i was going to ask you what memphis's plan was for you where, where they wanted you on that defensive line you just said it inside so is that the plan that y'all have talked about is that what they want to see from you oh yes sir they want me playing inside back so they want you inside memphis love i mean you talk to anybody they they love speed on that defensive line i think i think that's a lot of a product of you know like the sec is about brute size and strength, right? And, you know, in the AAC, it's more about speed, agility, you know, getting getting into that backfield and closing, you know, closing the, the ground on, on the player going after as quick as possible. So right now you're 6'3", 225, want to get up to 235. What else do you need to improve on before you get to Memphis? I'll say more my mental, being mentally prepared and being more of a film junkie. Cause I, I feel like once you're, you know, more prepared, you know, for the game, you know, you'll be more comfortable out there on the field knowing what your what your opponent's gonna do and, you know, just the little stuff they do you'll pick up on. And it'll just be more, you know, more easy and more fun for you. So yeah. I, I feel like me being in that playbook and me being in that film room a lot what I need to work on. So it, it's been a, a minute since you actually visited Memphis, right? It was back, I think, in June. So you committed not long, I think a couple weeks after your visit. So what what have you learned about Memphis, about this program, about the, the scheme, what you're walking into since that visit and since you committed? And what I, what I took from that visit and seeing them and how they go about things is that they treat everybody like family. And they hold everybody accountable. And I'm the type of guy that, you know, say if we had practice or something like that, I'm going to go straight to my coach and I'm going to ask him, hey, what I need to work on, what you see. Like, I love constructive criticism, and they, I like how they hold everybody accountable. And they said, uh, they told me, they said they're going to hold me accountable to my goals and they're going to make me reach my, let me reach my goals by holding me accountable and telling me what I need there instead of what I, you know, want to hear or whatever. So that's what I need on my side, man. Somebody like my pops, man, holding me accountable all the time. That's awesome. Uh, so you said it yourself. You said they, they want to hold you accountable to your goals. What are your goals? My goals is to make it to the NFL, God willing. My, my dad, speaking of dads, he, he always taught me that you want to set a big picture goal, right? You want to shoot for the stars. And then you have to set everyday achievable goals. What are those goals that are going to help you get there? What do you want to do, you know, your freshman year? What do you want to do your sophomore year? What are, what are some of the small daily goals where you you essentially look yourself in the mirror and say, better every day? I want to be better today than I was yesterday. With me, you know, being an early grad, trying to move in in January, man, I just want to get that education out the way. I want to be a three-year, three-year, um, three-year guy. So that last year, I'd be able to prepare for the you know the draft or whatever. But um, 
what I'm going to school for is uh, business and marketing. So once I once I get that degree, I want to hop into real estate just in case, you know, I might not, you know, make it to the NFL or anything like something like that. But, man, just the education, man. Them, and they said uh, after this, after I get up there in January, I'll be done with that semester. I'll be halfway done, you know, with the year. So me do, being an early grad in college as well is, is the main thing that I'm striving for. Yeah, so – you know, getting in early into college, there's a big difference between high school and college, especially when you're going to, you know, like a a, a bigger school. Like you're not going to like a, a D2 school. You're not going to NAI. You're not even going low major, like a, a low level division one school. You'll have the opportunity to play SEC teams. You know, there's a difference. And that extra time getting in January is such a big help for guys like you. Um, so like, let's just rewind. Let's go back to June. All of the relationships that were built leading up to that official visit relationships were built leading up to your commitment later in June. And those relationships have continued to evolve since then, all the way leading up to your signing today. Right? So what about those relationships, your visit, all of that? sealed the deal for you with Memphis. What what about Memphis did it for you? Man, the whole coaching staff, honestly, like literally the whole coaching staff just just treat me like I'm one of their own, man. And they just constantly checked up on me, not even talking about football. They just asked me how my day's going and, you know, like what I ate, what I ate this morning. It's just this is the little things that they did, man, that really, really brought me in, man. And they told me um, after my, my uh, season in it, season-ending injury that I had in the summer, that regardless of what happens, man, that they, my offer still is still with them, and um, they'll still be with me along the way, and they wouldn't pull my offer or anything like that. So they really stood out to me too, as well. Like, So that's why I made. I finally made my decision then, and I wanted to be close to home, just close to home as well. So just an hour and 20 away. So I was like, yeah, man, go ahead and do it. So them sticking with you through that was a, a a big thing for you. Was there ever any moment where you second guessed that with them? You know, where maybe a a bigger name school was coming in, like you started recovering from your injury. Uh, maybe they were starting to see, you know, poke around and see if you'd be interested. Was there ever anything like that? Oh yeah, you you know it was it was a lot of schools, a lot of ton of schools, uh, SEC SEC schools that that uh, tried to reach out. And you know, tried to offer me and stuff like that. And they asked, "Was my recruitment my like my recruitment still open?" I was like, "Nah, man, I, I'm with Memphis, man. This is set in stone. This, this is what I want to do. I'm not that type of uh, that decommit guy. I don't really like to decommit. Like once I make my decision, it's gonna be you know final. And then I, it took a lot of believe it or not. After those two weeks after my visit, it took a lot of a lot of thinking, a lot of long talks with the family and all that to make my decision to commit to Memphis, but. It was. I feel like this was. It was best for me. AJ, we've we've gone over uh, kind of some of your story, the influence that your dad had had on you, and uh, how the Memphis staff was pretty much a perfect fit for you, with with you know like what you desire from your dad, and like the things that you were brought up with. Um, went through some of the things that you want to achieve while at Memphis. We've gone through why Memphis. So for you, I guess the next step is getting on campus and starting to work every day to achieve those goals, right? So like what's the the number one thing that you're gonna you know, you're gonna look in the mirror and tell yourself every day when you wake up to remind yourself of that relationship with your dad? that those goals that he helped you form and shape, those relationships with that you formed with the staff, what is, if you could think of one thing, what is that thing that you tell yourself every day when you wake up? Let's be 1% better today. Let's be 1% better than, than yesterday, man. That's the thing. I love try it. to get better, try to better myself in any way as possible. That's on or off the field, man. Just, 
let's let's do something that we didn't do yesterday that we could have did. Let's go get an extra rep in the gym today. Let's go get some tutoring in after school. Just just little things like that. My dad always tell me, man, just be one percent better than the, than the day before, man. That's the main thing. So. For me, the ultimate goal with all of this is to help Memphis fans get a better idea of what kind of person they're getting in a guy like A.J. Barham and what kind of player. And, man, I just want to tell you that, you know, hearing your answers, you are the ideal interview. You know, you are the ideal interviewee uh, in terms of giving a good idea of what kind of human being Memphis football and the city of Memphis is going to get over the next three, four years, right? Uh, And just from my perspective, the one thing I want to add for Memphis fans as they're listening to this is just hearing your drive, your desires, your goals, the way you talk about your approach to the game on and off the field. What, What comes to mind for me is culture guy. You sound like you're a culture guy that you help set a standard and and build that for the staff. Like they want to obviously set the you know the standard for the team, but then you are the type of guy who's willing and able to go out there and and do it so that other players see it and follow along. Right, right. So, AJ, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, congrats on signing today. Uh, yes, sir. Best of luck as you enroll. Um, go kill it, man. Oh, man, just, just know I'm coming home, baby. LBU, baby. That's all I got to <laughs> say, man. LBU, man. GPG. Get it. Awesome. I do. Well, I appreciate your time. Uh, best of luck. I appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. Mr. Fans, my name is Kendall McKenzie. I am a big kid from Little Rock, Arkansas. I play offensive guard, 6'3", 305. And I'm just ready and excited to be down there with the Tigers and bring some pain on the offensive line and dominate the line of scrimmage. All right, so you said it yourself. You're a big boy, right? And you guys, you guys are in the trenches. You, you are where games won and lost start and stop. Right, you do all the dirty work that nobody sees. So, Kendall, what do you do well? What do you bring to the table for the University of Memphis? And, and what are your goals? Like, what what are you planning to bring? What I plan on bringing is just a person that's very dominant, strong in each category of strength, and just ready to dominate up front and help my team win. Ready to block assignments and just do what I need to do at the place. Now, back when you committed, uh, I think it was back in June, right? You committed back in June. You were unranked on two four seven. Didn't have a ranking, but now you're you got three stars next to your name. You started to get a little bit more love from us, uh, which just FYI caveat have nothing to do with the ranking, so don't blame me. But you're up there now, like you're you're in the top two thousand, which is is good. I mean, with with football, there are so many prospects, so. What about between June and now with the early signing period, with National Signing Day, that transition between unranked, no stars, to now being three stars, what drove you from that? What belief in yourself? Where are you with that in terms of driving yourself to be better on an everyday basis so that way you can look up and say, man, I was seventeen, number 1735, a three-star, but now I'm at the University of Memphis, and I, you know, what is that driving factor for you? Uh, honestly, for me, I just, I personally don't like being overlooked, and I personally don't like being the, I love being the underdog, but at the same time, it's like I just, I want to earn my respect, I want to earn it. So, 
with me and the thriving is just me pushing myself every day, working out two or three times a day, making sure I can do what I need to do, put up the film, do do the highlights, what I need to do, and just go from there. That way people can know who I really am on the field. So I don't know if you know this or not, but Memphis has this like long-standing like little saying: "Is Memphis versus everybody." That didn't have anything to do with you committing to the University of Memphis, did it? Because it sounds like it's it's Kendall versus everybody. <coughs> nah, <laughs> no, not not that deep. Now, nah, what made me commit to Memphis was honestly, it's been a dream since my freshman year of high school. I remember when Coach Norbert was up there. I went up there on a the little visit. Unofficial, and I just took pictures, and I fell in love since then. So this wasn't like a a late love for the University of Memphis. This is something that you've had for a while. Sure. What about Memphis did you fall in love with back when you were a freshman? Uh, it was really just how how open up they were. Like the players, like I, I don't talk to no players, but coaches, like they let me know what I needed to know as a player and a and the recruit, like, there really wasn't anything too dissatisfactory. It was just made something what I need to do. And so, without my years of high school, when I couldn't get recruited. Then, when my junior year came around, I knew what I needed. I had to make some things happen on my end. So, I put up the highlights, put up the film, got the grades, and now I'm here. All right, so how does Memphis plan on using you? I know that they talk to every guy that they sign. They say, well, you, you've been here. We want to do this with you. But, you know, whether it's, hey, we want to keep you where you've been. You know, if you're, uh, you know, wherever you've been, whether it be an inside offensive lineman, you know, right guard, what are, what are their plans for you? What have, what have they talked about with you? Well, the conversation I had with the, with Coach Bridge is that I'm going to continue to be a right guard. So, shouldn't have that much of a transition. The only thing I want to transition is learning all the plays, learning everything that I need to know to be able to go in there, be quick, be fast, and get my job done. Now, that, that's the thing that people don't understand about you big boys. You know, you're what are, what are you at right now? 6'3", 3'10"? 305. 305. So, 6'3", 3'05". Like, you're big. But let's not let's not kid ourselves. You're expected to move. You're expected to have some quickness, right? So how do you how do you transition from the high school game uh, at Parkview High School? How do you transition and get your speed up? How do you get that agility up? That that explosiveness on that offensive line at right guard. What are your plans to to continue to develop that speed and quickness that Memphis expects out of you? Uh, honestly, after Act, to be honest, after the day, I'm going back to working out two or three times a day, going to AFA. My trainer, Coach Munn, he's, he's helped me out a lot through this process and just getting me in shape and having me do what I need to do to get ready for my position in the high school. So I'm using him still and going to AFA, working out a lot more, gaining weight, gaining strength, gaining speed, making sure I can maintain the weight and not get any slower and get faster. Yeah, so a big part of that is when you get to school. So, you know, Kendall, when are, when are you planning to enroll at the University of Memphis? I am enrolling in the fall. Okay. So you got a lot of time before you, you get there. So the expectation is like, hey, that this is on you. With the early enrollees, you, you get in, you get there in January, you get that time with them. So you've got to be prepared to come and jump in two feet in, ready to go, right? So what what is the Memphis staff telling you about the things that you need to be doing to be ready when you come in in the fall? Uh, one thing that I've heard a lot is just being conditioned, making sure I can run, being able to run full speed, run long distances, and just maintaining the weight that I have. And that's one thing they said because they was like, I look good to that weigh as much as I do. I just need to maintain it and just add more muscle. So that's the plan. Yeah, so weight room and conditioning, that's a, that's a big part of it. Um, so s- switching gears a little little bit before we finish up, who's your biggest influence? Biggest influence is my mom and my dad. All right, and why? What, what, what do they do for you? 
they done a lot from since I was born to now. They've been there every step of the way, helping with trying and helping me what I need. My mom, she, my mom, I call her my, she's my momager, my mommy manager, because she has done everything in her power and my dad to help me out with the recruitment process, producing good film, getting stronger, getting bigger. Just helping me out every step of the way, and I cannot be more grateful than that. Now, t- earlier I talked to uh, to uh, Antoine Barham, and he said the one thing that I noticed with Memphis's staff was with you know with my dad. I grew up. He always told me the things that I needed to hear, not what I wanted to hear. And it's you said something similar a minute ago. So what what about? The influence of your parents translates with this Memphis staff. What about that influence and that strong presence from your mom and dad uh, drew you to this Memphis staff? Um, honestly, it was just how my how I get treated at home. I find myself getting treated the same way in Memphis. How my mom, she's always there for me, but she's strict when she needs to be. My dad, he's always there, but when it comes down to it, he's strict. So I feel like Memphis, I know for a fact Memphis staff can do the same thing. All right, so finishing up, like tell Memphis, tell Memphis fans what's up. What do you want to say to them? What do you What do you plan? What do you got planned for them? What are they going to be watching when they when they come to watch you play? I just want to tell Memphis fans, as soon as I step on the field, they would not be disappointed. Every expectation I have will be held up, and I will exceed those expectations. Thank you for listening to this episode of Go Tigers 247's coverage of National Signing Day 2022. Subscribe to Tigers in 20 wherever you download your podcast and get ready for more episodes in this series coming your way. Head over to www.gotigers247.com for full coverage of Tigers athletics. We will see you back here soon.